Welcome back to Dropped In. I am beyond excited to be here today with you and to share my very, very special guest with you, my dear friend, soul sister, and past client, Christy Crates, with you today. Christy, welcome. I am so excited for our conversation and to get dropped in with you. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here and happy International Women's Day. I'm this, yeah, we didn't, we didn't intentionally do this, but it is just pure magic that it worked out this way. And this is how we're spending our time today. And yeah, I, you know, you had asked how I am and I'm, I have never been busier and I have never been better, have never been so full of love. Um, my life is been turned upside down a couple times over again since the last time I spoke with you because of course I had the baby and uh yeah and I'm just so so grateful for this life and every opportunity that it, it brings me mm, I love it and I love you oh yeah it is absolutely divine to be here on International Women's Day and you hold a very sacred space in my heart so before we get dropped in Christy is incredible like I, I don't even know how to put the words to articulate how gifted you are with photography like you just have this incredible vision this very artistic lens if you will and are so gifted with your craft you are also a registered nurse and a new mama and honestly just such a beautiful bright light and I thank my lucky stars to have been connected with you years ago, I think it was five, six years ago, and to still have you in my life today. And yeah, I'm just so excited to drop in with you today and to share your beautiful light with our community. Thank you. Yeah, it was probably closer to six years. So I was in my mid 20s. And yeah, I think I just knew I didn't want to keep going on the merry-go-round that I was on and I didn't know how to get off. And then I stumbled upon your Facebook page and so grateful I did. And yeah, you had reached out and just said, oh, I just, because I think I was liking your, your things. And I think that's when you had reached out and I mean, the rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history. Yes. Yeah. We worked together one-on-one. -on -one. You were in my mastermind, you were in retreats in Costa Rica, and also a photographer for my personal brand and also for our retreat. So yes, such a gift to have you in my world. So how does it feel for you to be a new mama? How is this new energy, this new life, if you will? Well, well, <laughs> no matter how much you prepare yourself for it, no matter how much healing you think you've done, you're going to get knocked on your ass. And I, you know, and I thought, of course, you know, I've, I've worked in as a nurse, I've worked in the nursery. I was like, okay, I got babies. Like I got this. I've, you know, worked in other areas of pediatric type things. I've worked in mental health with uh, youth. I was just, like, yep, not a worry. I got this. And then when it hits you, oh my goodness. So not only or I, I did find myself in a bit of a state of like fight or fight for a, quite a long time. And it was, I think it was I, one, of, one of the quotes that you have told me in the past was excitement is fear without the breath. Mm -hmm. is, am I saying that right? Yeah. Fear is excitement without the breath. 
Oh, <laughs> thank you. Got that backwards. <laughs> but yeah, so I was, I was in excitement, but because it feels so much like fear, it was kind of getting mucked about a little bit. Like it was just, oh, my heart was always just racing. Like you, I want to keep this little human alive and you know, you're incredibly sleep deprived and mm. uh, yeah, but it, and, and I know every mom has said this in the past about you just get filled with so much love, but do you ever, and you know what, it actually, it's so much love. It actually almost feels similar to grief. You know, that, that, that wall that hits you when somebody dies and it just, that sound like I make it sound bad, but I mean it in the best way possible because it is so overwhelming, over joy, over everything that you actually, for me, I didn't even know how to process it. It was just, it was just wow. a love. I didn't even know. It was a love. I didn't even know existed. Mm. Oh my goodness. I just envisioned like this roller coaster of waves of emotions and yeah. I'm not a mom. And so I, I can only imagine what that would feel like. And it's like this new, it's like a deeper, profound sense of love. And I love how you compared it to that grief because grief does come in waves and it's like these overwhelming emotions that we didn't even know how to process or that were even available in this energetic space. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it opened up a lot of mother wounds for me that again, you, you think you've done the work and then, <laughs> oh yeah, then you get knocked on your ass 10 times over again. But, and, and so just a little bit of a history about myself and I've actually never talked in, in any public space about my mom before, um, in any of my mother wounds before. And because I think there was still a little bit of maybe, maybe a little bit of shame, right? Maybe a little bit of, I'm not ready to share my story. And when I do, it's with people that have earned that space. So that that's important to acknowledge, but also I just have never felt like I always felt it was maybe a little cowardly to say these things because it would be putting down essentially my mom but at the same time I finally feel and I think in in part of this whole birthing process I birthed into a mom right so Mm -hmm. I now have the strength to stand within myself and know that my story is important Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. your story is so important and I love that you're able to discern like when when it feels appropriate and aligned for you to be able to share and and really like mother wounds are mother wounds are real let's be honest and especially when you bring a baby into the world I can only imagine how they do resurface and the fact that you've done the work and are are able to share that today I commend you so really honoring you for leaning in and because that is shadow work in itself Mm -hmm. right there you know Mm -hmm. like no other and it's easy to not want to see it or to pretend it's not happening or to like suppress it Um, but it takes a lot of courage to run towards it so I honor you thank you yeah it was tough stuff and I think what really kind of brought it all around for me was um, and I had shared this with you earlier was, but it was, it was Christmas time. And I think holidays can be super triggering for everybody on so many levels. And for me in this instance, here, I have this beautiful baby boy, so worthy of love and celebration. And here's his first Christmas. Right. And so mm-hmm. I was so excited. And when I finally realized my mom wasn't able to match that. And I had this huge awakening within myself that, like, okay, 
I was once this young little baby worthy of love and worthy of celebration too. And I didn't get that. And, and I thought for the longest time that, okay, maybe I wasn't worthy of those things, but my baby is right. So he is. And it was like, no, I was all this time. And yeah, it was just such a huge weight off my shoulders, but also it, it just became not about me anymore. It was, it was this individual was incapable of doing those things and meeting those needs and filling my bucket and what I, in the ways that I needed. And yeah. And I was finally able to kind of close the chapter on that and say, okay, like, I, I think that I'm done having that in my life now because we all like my family deserves better. I deserve better. And I deserve to, to show my children, future children, current child that, yeah, you have to have boundaries. You have to stand up for yourself. And when something's not working for you anymore, that it's, it's okay to walk away, even if that means family or right. And that's Mm -hmm. the hardest part is I think loving somebody from afar. Right. Mm -hmm. And as her birthday comes up soon and it's going to be, you know, another sort of triggering event for me, I know, but I'm planning around it and just sending love in every way that I can and honoring my space over here and protecting my energy. Mm. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing so openly and transparently. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much to dive into here. So when you had this awakening and this awareness that it wasn't about you any longer, like how, how did you lean into that? And how did you take that initiative to set these boundaries? How was that for you? Uh, it, it was both a long time coming, but also heartbreaking and heartbreaking because like I said, I, I finally realized I deserved better. And yeah, I just, I think, I think because it has been in the background of my mind for the last 30 some years it finally just sort of came to fruition that okay you know this is what you need to do and you can still you know you could and so ultimately what when I say this is what I chose to do that this being I'm choosing to no longer talk to her and I think that piece in itself was really difficult because I don't believe in completely cutting people off if you can have boundaries and, and maintain levels of respect in, you know, when things get pushed too far, you have the confidence within your own voice to say, nope, nope, I've had enough and I'm going to ask you to leave now or I'm going to leave or or whatever that might look like. But they're just, and I don't know, I just, there wasn't enough joy and love and or any of those things to maintain that relationship anymore. And yeah. And yeah, I just think cutting somebody off is such a hard thing to do for anybody in any relationship. And particularly when it's your parents who you have been seeking their love all your life. And I finally, yeah, I just was like, okay. And, and I've had, you know, other family members try to guilt me and, you know, it's you should talk to her and she needs this and she needs yeah absolutely she does need that but that doesn't necessarily need to come from me because I've given everything that I can and 
I'm okay with this decision. And I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't care, but it doesn't matter that other people aren't okay with it anymore. Mm. Oh my goodness. I just want to hug you and just give you a big smooch. (laughs) Yeah. It takes a lot of courage to not only set boundaries, but to withhold boundaries. And especially if someone is not honoring these boundaries, it honestly has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. And I love that you are able to respect yourself and to respect your family and your energy and your emotional state and your physical state, let's be honest, because it all is connected to really honor what feels most aligned for you today, as opposed to, I know for me personally, I also have had to set boundaries in my family and you don't really realize how enmeshed you are into the circus of codependency until you start to really drop in. It's like, no, I am not. I am not operating in that level anymore. I'm not subscribing to these patterns of behaviors and really choosing to set these boundaries takes a lot of freaking courage and to continue to hold these boundaries and them not being respected is also very frustrating beyond, right? Mm -hmm. And so it comes to a time and place where we have to discern, is this relationship serving me or is it not? And so I honor you for really discerning what feels energetic, excuse me, energetically aligned and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's been some it's tough work, but yeah, it's, it just feels so much better once you get through it, get to the other side. It's so much lighter. The world seems brighter mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I have more space to hold for my baby and my family and all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're healing on a deep generational level too, right? Like you're ending the cycle today, which Mm -hmm. in itself takes a lot of courage. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And now your son gets to model this healthy behavior and gets to see what healthy relationships look like as a result from you doing the do you practicing what you preach, if you will, and, and, and being in that space. So Mm -hmm. deep bows to you, sister. Thank you. I have to give a shout out to uh, your girl, Marsha. Remember Marsha? Oh, I remember Marsha. I just spoke with her. Did you? Yeah. It was in your guys' podcast um, when you guys had talked about with uh, Krista and when she kind of talked about how you can own your story and it not uh, give power to that story anymore. Mm-hmm. That was huge for me as well. So, so thank you for Marsha and you and Krista for that. I really appreciate that. Oh, I am wearing a huge, thick, full fleece and I'm like legit flooded in shivers this entire conversation. <laughs> so yeah, Marsha speaks on many things, but it's like learning to stand on your story as opposed to being in it. Right. So it's like really reclaim your power and just being like, I get to choose, like own your choices, own your life is what she models. And it's so true. So, so as a result from setting these boundaries, and I know it, it, I can only imagine, and I know from my own personal experience, but I can only imagine the challenges that come from that. And also the external influence with people coming in, basically telling you what, how you should live your life, if you will, how have you been managing that? And how have you been like really advocating for yourself and your family's needs? Um, to, well, to be honest, I, when they say what they say, I give myself space to 
feel, but also feel and, and have reactions within myself because because I'm still processing it a little bit, but mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like I don't have to explain myself to anybody. Like I'm sure that they would appreciate an explanation, but I'm kind of just at the point of I don't want to put any more energy into it that this is my decision for myself and my family. And so that, you know, and, and maybe there will come a time where I will be able to have those conversations, but for now I'm just shutting down the energy leaks. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I just, yeah, no, this is, this is what I'm choosing to do. And, you know, sorry if it affects your life, but this is what I need right now. So Mm hundred percent. And yeah, and as a, as a result, like all of this energy and time is getting back channeled into you and your family, which is so needed, especially during these first few years of his life. So, yeah. So what are some ways that you've been using to support yourself in protecting your energy? Uh, that is a great question. Um, I mean, apart from like, I do physical stuff right with the saging and um I do some Reiki sometimes but I really think it's just giving space for my own feelings and emotions and allowing them to come up however they do and recognizing what I have control of and what I don't and um you know whether that be through journaling or through conversation or just some deep breathing and being in nature and going for walks and those kinds of things. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Love it. Grounding. Right. Yeah. Getting back into your body. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you were to reflect on the younger version of Christy and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the ways that perhaps you would have supported yourself before you began this healing journey and before you really began to honor honor these boundaries and honor your energy and honor your family and essentially your beliefs and values. How do you like being who you are today and reflecting on old Christy, the younger version of Christy, if you will, like, what would you say to her? Mm. Hang in there, girl. It's Mm going to get so good. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like I just, <laughs> I was a moody teenager, you know, I listened to moody music and <laughs> I was always the one that just kind of sat in my own feelings. And, and then in my twenties, when I had to work and you couldn't really do that anymore, you know, you had to be an adult. I ate my feelings and suppressed my feelings. And I just think like it always, everything just always seemed so hard. Like I, everything, but you know, your big reactions, big feelings, big emotions, big, and you're trying not to spill it all over everybody because, you know, you don't want to be that girl. You don't want to be the, the messy one. You, cause society tells you, you should be quiet and don't react and don't this and don't that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I just really think hanging in there, like, cause it just, and once, yeah, once you get out of your own way, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Cause isn't that always the case? Yeah. We're always in our own way. And uh, when I was finally able to do that, and I, I, one of my favorite conversations that I've ever had with you was um, I called you, I was in the parking lot of the grocery store and I had had headaches for weeks on end. Do you remember this? And, I do. <laughs> and it was sort of 
when you look at my whole life, I think I was, I was 28, maybe 29, 30, I don't know. But um, everything was sort of just coming to a head of all the things that over the years that I had been ignoring and suppressing. And, you know, you had told me, because I had looked at all the medical reasons why I could potentially be having these headaches and nothing was working. I even had a naturopath say to me, you know, you need a spiritual awakening. And she even like kind of whispered to me, if this doesn't work out, you should try some mushrooms. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think, I don't think that's what I need, but maybe, okay. I, I don't know. And, uh, but yeah. And ultimately I remember you saying that, you know, this is your crown chakra opening up and sure enough, when you finally see what you need to see and how you've been getting in your own way all these years, and then you make the big leap that I did. And it was the scariest thing I ever did. I, I left a relationship. I bought a house. I, you know, I didn't know what was going to be on the other side. And lo and behold, you know, within a couple of weeks, I met my now fiance and, you know, now we have our beautiful son and we have our beautiful family. And it was in hindsight, you know, looking back, if I would have thought like I, I a couple of weeks seems too soon to be going into another relationship, but it wasn't because I had been mentally ready for a long time. I just didn't take the leap that I needed to. And then when I did, it was just nothing but love and light on the other side. Mm. Oh my goodness. It's so true. It's so true. I just had like these flashbacks of like really when our journey first began and to see where you are today, it's unbelievable what you have created in such a short amount of time. I remember working with one of my um, backend office managers assistant and she was like, explain like your ideal client or explain like one of your client's journeys. And without sharing your name, I shared what was like literally what, where we were when we started and where you are today. And I was just like, holy, holy, like mm -hmm. unreal. And like, you are the testament to what is possible when you, lean in and trust your guidance, right? Like, sure, we're having migraines, we're having headaches, and it's just like going to the doctor and taking the medication to try and, you know, rid ourselves. But if we really drop in and listen to the wisdom that our body speaks, this is where the magic is, right? Yeah. But as a society, we aren't taught first and foremost, how to feel our emotions, you know, even as a child on a playground, it's like you fall down, you hurt yourself. It's like, oh, don't cry. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. It's like, no, cry, right. allow right. yourself to feel what you're feeling. But as a society, we aren't taught that. So we suppress and suppress and repress. And then all of a sudden we're diagnosed with all these different ailments or our body manifests into the different things. And it's just like, if we really kind of take a moment to step back and reflect of like, what's occurring in my life? What am I not allowing my to see? What am I denying myself of feeling? And when we lean into that, oh, mm. magic, like this is where the healing resides, right? Right. Yeah. You want to know something amazing? I have had chronic migraines all of my life. And that was the longest one. This one had the one that when I had called you had lasted, oh, I think it was like 14 weeks every single day migraine and I haven't had one since <gasps> yeah isn't oh that incredible <laughs> the beauty of being aligned in your life I tell you <laughs> oh my 
goodness. That is just, again, full body shiver. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. I could talk to you forever and I will forever would love to have you back on the podcast. And I cannot wait to see you at your wedding in I think a year and a half, is it? Yeah, Roughly? I'm so excited. And I think, I don't know if I shared this with you, but one thing that we're going to do is we have, you know, our sacred vows and then we're going to do some shadow vows as well. And I didn't, I didn't come up with this idea. Um, I think oh. the original person that coined it is a uh, rising woman, uh, Shalina, if you know who that is, she's in BC. Um, so she did that at her wedding, but what a powerful, beautiful thing to sit there because weddings are often filled with all the joy and the love as they should be, but they don't always recognize the shadow parts of relationships that, that really is, it's, 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 is equal, right? And that you can't have the love without the shadow parts. You can't, right? It's all about that balance. And so I'm super excited to share that moment with with you and everybody else that's going to be there but oh, yeah oh and, my and goodness a little bit like oh great so I gotta come up with all the things oh I, I love John yeah. we love John I love that he's open to all this this is so good what is so what are the shadow vows I want to know um or is it secret okay. uh I'll, you, you don't have to share your shadow vows but give me an example okay hold on I gotta pull them up I'll I'll read you some of I'll read you a couple of them so the shadow vows so I own that I get overwhelmed in conflict need to take breaks and I know that feels like abandonment for you but I promise that I will always come back to it is one of them oh yeah okay <laughs> like yeah, I need a blanket <laughs> Oh, this is profound. Imagine what all relationships would look like if we chose to take that shadow vow each and every day, right? Yeah. I mean, we are humans. We're having human experiences here. And so it is so important to honor our shadows and to speak truth into them as opposed to denying them. So this is incredible i can't wait to be there in person run towards your shadows and you'll be set free you are the testament of that that's for sure christy so before we leave and i don't want to leave but if someone was wanting to quit or give in or throw in the towel what is some words of advice that you could give to them the best things in life are on the other side of fear. Mm. That's, that's, that's my, that's my quote for you. <laughs> so true. So true. I love it. And I love you. And I'm so, so proud of you. As cliche as it sounds, I'm so proud of you and cannot wait to hug you in real life. Yes, totally. Mwah. What an honor it is to share the space with you. And again, happy international women's day. Happy international women's day and until next time my beautiful friend we will see you on dropped in. thank you so much for dropping in with me today if you loved this episode i would be forever grateful if you rated and reviewed and if you feel called to share it with your community on social media please tag me so i can Thank you personally. 
until next time, I will see you on Dropped In.